Welcome to the Get Ready with Tony Stewart podcast. I'm pleased to be joined again today by Chris Hall from uh, EP Navigator. Uh, Chris, thank you for joining me. How are you today? I'm doing great, Tony. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Really excited to have you back. Yeah, glad to be here. Fantastic. So today, Chris and I will be talking about the Get Ready Financial Calendar action item of reviewing your beneficiaries and estate plan. Chris is the perfect person to talk about this. Chris Hall is the founder of Estate Plan Navigator. Uh, Chris is a former top producing insurance agent and financial advisor with Great Northern Financial. Chris is currently on a mission to flip the numbers from 70% of adults in need of proper estate planning documents to 70% or more who have them in place. And when time permits, uh, playing golf. Chris, are you able to get out and play any golf right now? Uh, we've got two pro- two challenges right now, or three. COVID is really hot in Florida, <laughs> and not much time when you're running a business. But uh, when I can, yes, I do. I still enjoy it. Fantastic. Um, so, do you want to tell us a little bit about what you do? Sure. Um, so, with the State Plan Navigator came to be really because, you know, as a former advisor, and for as long as I can remember, you know, advisors always have a challenge in uh, helping their clients get estate planning done. Um, And there's all kinds of hurdles, whether it's the cost, uh, the myths that sort of hold people up from getting it done, um, complexity, whatever it might be. um, There's there's been this challenge around estate planning. And so at Estate Plan Navigator, uh, we provide advisors and FinTech solutions with a turnkey estate planning solution it empowers them to take control of the estate planning process. Uh, the platform is paired up with a nationwide network of attorneys, and it's going to allow the advisor to complete uh, a custom estate plan with their client or prospect in real time. And they can do all that and still be compliant and stay away from the unauthorized practice of law issues because of the way we work with our attorneys. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, it, it's such a great program. I'd encourage anybody um, listening to check it out, especially if you're an advisor. Um, so Chris, what are the main benefits of having an estate plan? Yeah, it, that's a, it's, a, it's actually, it sounds like such a simple question, but really uh, one of the things that people need to be aware of is estate planning is not just for when you die. Um, -hmm. having a proper estate plan means you're going to be able to maintain control over yourself, your person and your estate in the event you're incapacitated or you die. Um, you're going to be able to ensure that your wishes are accurately carried out and your assets go to the beneficiaries you want to have those assets. Um, one of the things that when I bring up the whole idea of it's not for just when you die, there's this thing called living probate. And a lot of people don't realize that that's why you need a power of attorney for financial decisions or healthcare decisions. Because if you don't put someone in charge of making those decisions for you, then your family's going to be likely find themselves in court and may or, the court may or may not appoint the person you'd like to be taking care of you in that position. So you want to go ahead and get these things in place ahead of time. So it's not just for when you die. Yeah, and I think that's such an important point um, is that people think about estate planning as 
you know, a death thing. And it's really so much more than that. So that's, sure. that's really powerful. And, and it's good to know that EP Navigator takes that into account as a major component. Um, so, you know, here's the next question. Why is it important to keep your estate planning up to date as your life changes? Well, we're all particularly aware right now in the, in the world that you never know what's around the corner with this whole COVID-19 thing, but you, anything, I mean, you're driving down the road, uh, whether it's the Bay Area or here in Tampa's Bay Area, uh, we don't like to look at it, but you're, you, you see horrible accidents all the time. And what I'm getting at is we don't know what's around the corner for us. So uh, it's really important uh, to keep your plan up to date, uh, as much as we'd like to think we're in control, we're not. Um, and so you just, if you're not up to date, you're going to leave a much larger challenge uh, behind for your family again. And that's the whole point is we don't want to leave a mess for anybody. And it's really simple to get the, keep it in order. Fantastic. Yeah. The, great points. Things change and there's a reason why they're called accidents. <laughs> if, we, if we could plan on them, you know, that'd make things a lot different. It sure, it sure would. Definitely. So, you know, with that in mind, how often do you suggest people review an estate plan? Yeah, I, you know, I think as an, an agent or an advisor, I'm a former advisor, as, as you know, Tony, um, but I think uh, it's a conversation you should be having with your clients at minimum every year. Um, and it may be a very quick discussion if you're doing it every year. It may be as, as simple as confirming that nothing really has changed, but it tells your client or your prospect that you care, that you're looking out for them. Um, that said, I think beyond that kind of annual conversation, um, Laws don't tend to change very quickly around estate planning. So as far as legal changes, not it, you can go years without needing to make any changes due to law or changes in the law. Um, but I think it's a good idea to have a deep dive every maybe three to five years uh, and, and make sure everything's there and doing what you want it to do. And you as an insurance professional, Tony, you know, I mean, you got to review those beneficiaries on a regular basis and know what's going on. Definitely. Well, and that's actually my next question is um, why should you review the beneficiaries on your life insurance policies and retirement plans? Well, we, yeah, yeah, it's kind of, uh, you know, it's very similar to the earlier question about we don't know what, what's around the corner and what's up, but I think, you know, life goes fast and, um, you know, you may have put beneficiaries in place years ago that, and you, it's a, there's a good chance something's different now. So we should be looking at those on a regular basis as well. And you may have something to add there, Tony, just how you deal with your clients and, and people around reviewing um, beneficiaries, but you, yeah, you got to keep, keep on top of those. Yeah. And, and part of what I'm doing with the get ready financial calendar is I'm urging people to do it once a year, because, you know, while every three to five years, you and I know that that's a great time frame is I, I think that's partially where as a financial services industry, we've gotten a little bit off track is that I think having people do it at the same time every year makes it a little bit more ingrained. Um, 
it is because, you know, as an insurance agent, I don't know when my clients have changes unless they proactively tell me or I reach out to them. So I think that's a great point mm-hmm. is, is that you have to do it um, every so often. Keep it on a regular basis. Yeah. So as we're talking about that, what are some of the issues that people should look for when they're reviewing their estate plans and beneficiary designations? Yeah, that's a great question because a lot of people, you come sit down with the advisor or whoever it might be and, and you say nothing's changed, but that's because you don't know what you're looking for. So great point. Um, you know, right out the gate, first thing I would say is to have a look at your powers of attorney. Uh, mm-hmm. point your, uh, this has happened in my family. We had, there's five kids. Uh, we started to spread at, or out around the country. And so my mother's power of attorney had uh, me as the agent for her health care and my sister second. Well, we both moved thousands of miles away. So uh, that, that probably isn't the best person. So absolutely look at your powers of attorney. Make sure that the people you want in charge of your finances or your health care decisions are indeed the ones that are not only ready and willing, but they're uh, geographically close enough to actually do it and can do it. Um, and then certainly there's a lot of other life, major life events like a new marriage or a divorce on the other side. Um, did you name guardians for minor children? And now... Um, yeah, you've had a falling out with that former great friend or whatever it might be, check guardianship issues. Um, are there new children? Did you have did you have children or grandbabies or things like that? Obviously, do you want to change a beneficiary? It would be a big one. Um, are you a blended family? Have you become a blended mm-hmm. family? Mm-hmm. Uh, very, there's some very specific things you need to do around estate planning if you're a blended family. Um, Last couple things I, I, I jotted down a couple notes because I had a feeling that question was coming, Tony. But is, is what if a beneficiary predeceases you? Yeah, uh, that's a great one. Yeah, I mean it doesn't happen often. I hope it doesn't happen to the parents out there, but uh, it does. So what if we want to address that? And last, and this actually is the number one trigger of a little bit more complex estate for us is. If there's a special needs someone, is a beneficiary receiving state or federal aid for a disability? We want to do make sure we do the right thing there and so that we don't jeopardize that aid that's going to that beneficiary. We, we want to make sure that we don't put them in a position where they lose that, that help that they're getting. So those are probably the biggies uh, mm-hmm. that people want to pay attention to when they're reviewing their estate plans. And that's one of the things we do uh, with our people is we, we try and stay on top of that. Well, great. And, and actually, that's my next question. We're, we're, we're doing great here. We're leading from one question right to the next is um, how, how, how does EP Navigator help keep an estate plan up to date? How do you help your clients do these things? It, yeah. Uh, um, a couple different ways, Tony. Um, obviously we have a network of attorneys throughout the country and, and that we have attorneys in each state and part of their job is to make sure we're on top of legal changes in that state. Um, and so from a, from a, the standpoint of the language that's in the customer or the client's document, we watch that uh, and we will update people on a regular basis. A, a good example of that is um, the SECURE Act. This mm-hmm. went into effect this January. 
some changes around uh, how we treat qualified accounts. Um, and so we were right on top of that. We made the adjustments and then we, if, if anybody needed to have their plan updated, we take care of that for them. The other thing we do is we send out an annual checklist or a reminder for the client to do certain things uh, so that uh, it kind of helps them stay on top of these things and keep their, um, keep their estate plan up to date. Fantastic. I, I think that's an important point is so often, and especially, you know, you know, this coming from the insurance business is people do these things and then they think they're done with them. Right. When so many of these things are living documents or living services. Mm -hmm. so that's, that's great to hear you guys are doing that. Yeah. And if I could add one more thing to that is they are living, but I've found over the years and it's been more than I want to say now, but, you know, 20 plus years, um, there's a big myth out there that once they put their estate plan in place, that it's going to be expensive or complicated or both to, to mm -hmm. keep it up to date. It really isn't. And as you know, Tony, with our platform, uh, it's, it's very simple to keep up to date. Making changes is simple. It's inexpensive. Amendments currently cost just 150 bucks. So, yeah, there's the idea that once you have your plan in place, it's going to somehow tie your hands and make life, day-to-day -day life more complex. I want to make sure people understand that's not the case. Once it's in place, life goes on as normal, and maintenance is actually pretty darn easy. That's great. That's great. So, um, Chris, what's your number one tip on uh, being financially prepared? Yeah, you you did share that question with me early, and I knew it was coming, and you know, I'm just going to go with, with the very first thought I had on that. Uh, and it, it's, it's has, maybe it's a little bit, uh, what do you call it when it, I'm not trying, I don't want to make it about me, but for me, by far is save your money. Because I was mm -hmm. a horrible saver as a, as a young person. Uh, I think I've gotten much, much better at it. But boy, once you can create that habit, it makes a huge difference. And, the, and in addition to that, you, people really need to take advantage of service and the knowledge of others like your Get Ready program and take advantage of those, put those in place. Because like you said earlier, is your program is going to have people doing this on a regular basis and keeping their financial house in order on a regular basis. And that's going to give people a real peace of mind knowing that that's all in place. And it creates the habit. And that's all mm -hmm. it's about. So, yeah. No, that, that's a great tip. And I think that's where it all starts because if you're not saving anything, you're not going to have anything to really do estate planning about or that's insurance right. policies or retirement plans. So it's, you have to, as with anything, you have to start with the fundamentals right? Uh, before you can get to the big stuff. Yeah, I mean, for some people, it's interesting. They're, we know we hear, our, watch our families or our own uh uh, children grow up sometimes and you see the personality differences. This one's a saver. This one's a spender. Well, I was that spender. Uh, mm -hmm. that you become a saver uh, and it, it, it's not easy, but it, it really, it, it's a, it's a life changer once you get there. hundred percent, hundred percent agree. That's a great tip. So Chris, where can people learn more about you and EP navigator? And, and this will be in the show notes as well. Sure. No problem. Uh, Pretty simple. It's just epnavigator.com, um, and if you um, you can see us there, 
when you land on that website, if, you, if you're a financial advisor or insurance agent, there's a, a separate button up top to hit that says advisors. Um, and that'll take you to a whole new section. Uh, but there's lots of great content there. And you can check us out at epnavigator.com my, or my profile on LinkedIn. Fantastic. Fantastic, Chris. Well, thank you so much again for uh, joining us again on the Get Ready podcast. Absolutely. It's Great. It's a pleasure to be with you, Tony. As always, it's always fun. Definitely. Well, have a good day. All right. And, uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the Get Ready with Tony Stewart podcast. Uh, please remember to subscribe. Until next time.